Okay, let's do this. Will this metal in? What is a fascist state? Well, they have strong nationalism, a strength to saying for human rights, scapegoats, supremacy for the military, rampant sexism, control of mass media, obsession with national security, corporate power is protected, labor power is suppressed, they have a disdain for intellectuals and arts, obsession with crime and punishment, rampant cronyism and fake abolition. Now, what is a totalitarian state? According to Britannica, it is a form of government that permits no individual freedom and gives complete control to whoever is in charge. Basically, an absolute monarchy without a king. For this podcast, well, out of all of the countries we have to cover in this podcast, the Soviet Union is the only totalitarian state that is not. Um, they align themselves with many other fascist states. And before World War II, they had formed an alliance with Germany to regain the land they had lost in Poland. Though this means that two massive enemies would be right next to each other with no buffer zone. When the Soviet Union formed, like most countries, it was during a time of great political unrest. They had just gotten rid of the monarchy by putting them up on a wall and shooting them. And politics had divided into two main parties known as the Whites and the Reds. The Whites were much more focused on the running of the actual government, whereas the Reds focused on the military. They got into a civil war, I think, where the Reds lost, Whites won, causing military discipline to just, just fail um, after this little time period. With another failed government, Stalin took over. Under his rule, the secret police was reestablished. Propaganda was also used to control people. Um, so, with Japan, they had kind of like a big confidence boost after the Russo-Japanese War. Um, for some reason, they wanted land, um, but they were never given it. From the Treaty of Versailles, and so they 
decided that they were just going to take it. Um, so the military bombed a railroad and blamed it on China, causing the Japanese people to greatly hate, hate them. Um, then a military coup happened, causing a dictatorship. Tojo became that dictator. They started to invade China to create this massive empire, massive Japanese empire, but America's wanted to stop them so they started to cut off their trade um to try and like limit how much they're able to do that and in doing so Japanese decided to join with Germany um no big surprise there they were probably going to do it anyways even if America never tried to stop them um down in Italy um Mussolini, well, in order for Mussolini to be able to have, like, and kind of, like, an easy rule, the people need to accept it, and so he went to the Pope, um, promising land and lots of money, if the Pope, like, publicly said that he was the rightful leader, very much so, like, divine right, um, once he gained this blessing, the people were willing to let him rise to power. Um, kind of like the beginning of his rule thing. Um, there was a lot of government spending, which created a lot of debt for them. They were able to actually kind of quickly get rid of this debt by limiting spending and raising taxes. Um, like all other countries, they used propaganda to help to control the masses since a lot of artists were going there and like they're free thinkers and so they had to use stuff that like they couldn't really have like a scapegoat, at least not as obvious as the other ones because then people would catch on more because there were a lot more people who were intellectuals and were able to think on their own um, because they did have a lot of artists and that's just what they do. Um, so the last one is Germany. Um, after the Treaty of Versailles, Germany was left in an economic depression. In this depression, their money was mainly useful for burning, for fire, to keep them warm. It was just so useless. Um, Germany, like, just simply couldn't pay off their war debts, and so they had to get that part of the treaty, like, revised, just so then they wouldn't collapse as much as they did. Um... During this depression, Hitler and the Nazis, like, basically showed them a way out of it. 
and all they really had to do was just get rid of the Jews who the Nazis didn't like. Like, for them, that was such a simple solution, like, get rid of this group of people, and now I don't have to worry about having my child or me die of hunger or just freezing to death because they can't buy anything. Inflation was just so high. Um, but like at the beginning, like when the Nazis were trying to take power, what they were putting out there made sense. Like, unity of all German people, like, if you looked at, like, all their craziness, it's like, it made sense. Much more sense than, like, everything else. Like, once they started to go to crazy land, it got bad. Um, the Treaty of Versailles was meant to keep Germany from creating another world war. That's not what it did. Instead, it destroyed a proud people, completely taking away any chance of they having of not falling under manipulation, which is actually what the Nazi- Nazis did. They used different propaganda. They well, we just went over like a children's book that they released. It was all about how bad Nazis, how bad Jews were, and how to find one and what to do, and so forth and so on. That the Treaty of Versailles created a monster. Germany was that monster. It was a monster trapped in a cage full of fear, only way out through force. If they went just a bit gentler on the debts, like, destroy the pride all you want, but don't make it to where they can't survive. The moment they laid it on, like, a $33 billion debt and their money was the moment they basically sentenced Jeremy to death. Um, by doing what they thought was right, they caused the Second World War. They caused a lot of death by doing what they thought would have stopped that. Um, I'm gonna end it there. Hopefully, <laughs> I meant that's too long. Bye.